the volume. Hey guys, it's the sessions presented by FanDuel. It's NFL playoff time, and there's no better place to get in on the action than FanDuel. The app is safe, secure, and so, so easy to use. FanDuel has exclusive offers, boosts, and more all month long. And when you win, you get paid real fast. FanDuel's lots of ways to play, like in the spread, money line, over-unders, team totals, player props, and so much more. And you can jump into the action at any time during the game with live betting. Plus, you can combine multiple bets from the same game in a same-game parlay and try out Same Game Parlay Plus. And really great news for moi, FanDuel is now live in Ohio. Who day, baby? I got bets to make and money to make. So guys, use the promo code Renee, R-E-N-E-E, and download the FanDuel app today to start making every moment more. Disclaimer, 21 plus in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit FanDuel.com slash RG for Colorado, Iowa, Minneapolis, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, Virginia, and Ohio. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 for Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. Visit ksgamblinghelp.com for Kansas. 1-877-770-STOP for Louisiana. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org for Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY for New York. 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming or visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net in West Virginia. Hey, 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 welcome to the sessions. I've got Action Andretti on the show today. I have become a huge Action Andretti fan ever since that huge upset of the freaking decade over Chris Jericho blew my mind. Like, not even just the fact that he got the win over Chris Jericho, but it was like the way that it happened and the fact that he was like given the ball, showed up and he did a great effing job. He really caught everyone's attention. He looked smooth. He looked like he had been doing it for such a long time. I just love seeing somebody really take an opportunity and make the absolute most of it. And I feel like he just continues to do that. Just a pros, pros, pro. So, of course, I wanted to have him on here to pick his brain. So that's exactly what I did. Um, So before we get to that, just a little reminder to you guys that we are also on AMP. You can download the AMP app and turn on those notifications, like, subscribe, all that good stuff. We are there Tuesdays and Thursdays at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. So don't miss out on any of the action and now, here's some more with Action Andretti. I'm very excited to have you on. Um, since your debut in AEW, I have been a very avid fan of yours. Uh, I love nothing more than seeing somebody get a really great opportunity and knock it out of the park. And that's absolutely what you've been doing, which blows my mind because... I don't know very much about you. We're going to learn more about you today. You've not been wrestling for very long. No, not too long. Four years. Four years it's been. I mean, yes, four years. You're, you're, you're young. You're accumulating these years under your belt. You're figuring it out. But to like have four years in your debut match that you have this amazing, incredible upset of like the decade over Chris Jericho. I feel like a lot of people would have been truly shitting their little pants during that. <laughs> How did you feel during that moment? Let's just let's start there. The match with Chris Jericho that really uh, put you on the map. Where do you even begin with that? Just the, the emotions that were there, just the, the opportunity I was given and just knowing that I had to crush it, like you said, knock it out the ballpark um, was definitely holding back the shitting in my pants. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but there was there was a lot of nerves going into that. It's a big test and, you know, you got to make the most out of it. And um, just to have an opportunity like that, it's crazy to me. And I just I'm very grateful that Tony gave me that opportunity to like even step in the ring with Jericho to begin with and him believe in me to just go out there and then let alone me go out there and then get the victory over him. It was it was an insane feeling. That crowd in Texas was crazy. I, again, thank those fans in Texas because they really made that moment special for me. They were cheering for you. Like, so I did not know who you were. I'm watching uh, at like talent viewing and I'm like, you had like a roll up, just like a small package. And I was like, wow, that was really close. What's happening in this match? And I was sitting next to Mark Henry 
And yeah, we're both just like intently watching this match. I'm like, is this kid going over? What is happening right now? But the crowd was cheering for you like you were like their hometown hero. What did that feel like to just like have that experience of like really feeling that like swell of affection towards you during the match? It's cool because it's not something I'm used to having that many people be behind me like that. I'm used to having to having smaller crowds. And, you know, I feel like when I would work on smaller crowds, I would be able to get the people behind me and stuff, you know, get them to cheer for me. But to have like a, a stadium like that packed out and having that many people there cheering for me, it was crazy. I was like, does it usually sound this loud in there? Or was that just like, was that just <laughs> me? Like, because I'm, I'm new to this whole thing. Like, it was very loud and it was it was cool. Because they were calling you Jobber at one point, right? Like, let's go, Jobber, because nobody knew who you were. But this was like such a star making moment for you that like at first I'm like, wow, they really have a lot of time during this match too. like, but you looked smooth as all hell. Like you looked like you belonged there. You went toe to toe with Chris Jericho, one of the best to ever lace up a pair of fucking boots. And you went out there and just looked like a million bucks. Um, what was it like working with Chris? What was your time kind of leading up to that conversations? Maybe you had like had with Chris or with Tony kind of going into that. I didn't really know what I was doing when I when I went out to Texas. When I saw the the announcement, there was an announcement that Chris Jericho would be live in action. I was just like, if there's any way that I got put in this situation where I went out there with him, that would just be an insane game changing thing for me. Like I just, I saw that and I was just like, wow, what if that's me? Like, what if there's a possibility that that could be me going out there? Flying has been very new to me. I'm starting to get the hang of that. <laughs> Welcome. Buckle up. Buckling up. But um, yeah, it was just, you know, when I found out I was going to be wrestling him, I was just like, wow, like that's, this is going to happen tonight. Like I'm going to go out there and I'm going to get a chance on dynamite. Like I got to look my freaking best out there. And when I found out, like it was, it was going to be like a legit match. I'm not just going to go out there and, and get squashed. Like you're going to be able to go and like, you know, showcase yourself and show what you can do in that ring. It was, it was crazy. I just, I couldn't believe I had the chance to wrestle Chris Jericho. Like this is just me. I'm just a kid on the Indies just have been grinding the past four years. And now I just, I get an opportunity to show like what all the hard work that I've been putting in and, you know, have it pay off. So it was an incredible opportunity, and I'm just very thankful that Tony gave me that chance to go out there, and I'm very glad that I went out there and made the magic that happened, and here we are now. I'm glad that that opportunity happened, but I'm glad that you were able to like really hone in on what you were doing, understand the task at hand, and how important it was to like execute the things that you've accumulated over these four years and fucking kill it. And it is so different doing an indie show versus coming out. And now you've got TV, you've got hard cameras, you've got different times, you've got all of these different things to be thinking about. And you really just looked like you belonged out there. I was pumped for you. I'm like, oh my God, look at him go. That's why like immediately after I went and I saw Tony and I was like, who's interviewing this kid right after? I need to talk to him. This needs to happen. We need to have the follow through. But that was just like another sort of like cherry on top of it all was that I grabbed you and I was like, let's just do a quick interview. You were ready to go, dude. Like you were like the builder wrestler come to life and it's it's working out. So let's get into some of the the background and like where you come from, how you got into wrestling and how you got to be so damn good in such a short amount of time. I'm, I'm semi good. I don't know if I'm so good. I'm getting there though. The, the skills are coming in. But seriously though, before I even answer that, I just want to say thank you for saying that because I know you've seen a lot of wrestling over the years and for you to to compliment me and my work like that, that really doesn't mean a lot. So thank you. Yeah, absolutely. No, I, I loved, I just love seeing people work hard. And then like, I, I mean, I was just interviewing Willow before you jumped on here. We were talking about how difficult it can be to like really step up to the plate sometimes and like not get in your own way and have an opportunity and like really seize it and make the most of it. Cause it, it just doesn't, work that way and learning kind of on the fly during TV. Like, yeah, you're right. You do some dark matches first. You do, you know, you do X, Y, and Z to kind of get ready for those moments. But to have, you know, what did you guys have for that match? Like 15 minutes, something like that. Like you had a good amount of time to like really showcase yourself, get over who you are, some of your moves, all that. But then for you to actually get that win. I mean, I know everyone's making that comparison of the one, two, three kid and Razor Ramon, but, uh, before actually before we get into more of your history but like immediately after when you came back through the curtain what was um what were some of the conversations you're having with tony and with chris 
Tony just he was very happy with the match, just very very fired up, which I love to see. Like, let's fucking go, let's fucking go. That fires me up so much. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Chris was just you know he was he was very happy with how it came out, and um, I was just very very happy that those guys believed in me and just very very grateful that they gave me an opportunity and they trusted me out there to you know go out and perform to the level that they thought I was going to, and yeah, it was just. It was really cool. Chris was very happy and to see and to make those guys happy, it makes me know that I'm doing something right and it's a good feeling. I feel like Chris can be like such a perfectionist. I mean, you talk about people who have seen it all and done it all. I mean, he's the guy. He's literally like that measuring stick, I think, for just about anybody to look at their career. I mean, you look at somebody that's been able to reinvent himself so many different times, a guy that's just going out and still having like these banger matches. He's always just so creative the way he thinks about things. So I think for anybody to be able to work with him and be under that learning tree of Chris Jericho um, is is really, really cool. Um, And then you get signed. Now you're signed to AEW. You are all elite. It's official. Now you've got all sorts of planes to catch. Get those frequent flyer miles up there. Um, okay, so the first time you step into a wrestling ring, where is it? What happened? What brought you there? How'd you get there? I remember just Googling wrestling schools near me. Like I knew I wanted, I, I got to I gotta get into this business. I knew I, it was something I could do. Who are your guys? Who are you looking to that you were like, that's what made you want to be a wrestler? Mysterio is a big one. Jeff Hardy is a big one. AJ Styles, you know, guys who have that same style, like, and just... Yeah, those are those are guys who definitely influenced me in the ring. And yeah, the Hardy Boys, I was a huge fan as a kid. I would always have my Jeff armbands on and stuff. Do you do the dance? Of course. <laughs> I'll hit it real quick. <laughs> but, you um, can do it for us. We'll go big screen on you. We'll minimize me. Go for it. I'll stand up on the chair and everything. Don't get me started. Cue the music. <laughs> the best. Yeah, so I typed in wrestling schools near me. I saw one. It was like an hour and a half drive for me. I took the drive. I just... I showed up, walked through the doors and, you know, I saw, I saw the inside of the wrestling school. I saw a bunch of big beefy guys and I was like, dang, I got to start really working out because these guys are legit. You know, they're not no normal scrubs, but I walked up to one of the guys, told him I wanted to sign up and um, they were actually setting up for a show that night for the weekend when I got there because I was going to go like watch a practice, but they weren't practicing. They were just setting up the ring for, for the show and the chairs and all that stuff. One of my coaches who, um, who goes by the name of the bruiser who um, unfortunately passed away um, a year or two ago. So sorry to hear that. Yeah. He, yeah, he died from cancer. So it's, it's upset. It was really upsetting for me, but I know I'm making him really proud now. So, and it's, it's cool to even just think about on this story. Like the first day I met him, he just handed me two tickets to the show said, you can bring a friend or just come by yourself, whatever, come check it out. And um, I drove back there that same weekend, watched the whole show. And um, I was like, I knew I just had to be a part of this. Started class a few weeks after that and very much not what I was expecting it to be. You know, very, uh, I had, I had a pretty big class. I think there was like 20 to 30 kids in my class. How many were there by the end though? Did everybody stick around or people go, Ooh, maybe this isn't for me. Two. <laughs> stop. Two. Stop. I swear. There was only two left. Yep. As far as I, I, oh. yep. I think there's two of us left that are still, or like two more, including me. So three altogether, but. Yeah, yeah, a lot a lot of people come and go. It's crazy. Um, what was your parents' reaction when you wanted to get into wrestling? Were they all for it? Were they a little on the fence? Did they know much about it? Actually, my first day of training was on my mom's birthday. So okay. I was I had to say, like, hey mom, like I'm not I can't be here for your birthday this year because I'm gonna be starting wrestling school. And she definitely looked at me crazy. She definitely was not expecting me or like knew that it was like a big interest of mine to start this. Cause I was, I was working several different jobs. Like I had a lot of jobs before, you know, doing wrestling and none of them were, you know, anything that you would think, all right, I'm just going to one day start this. So she was definitely a little thrown off. Like you're doing what you're going, where you still like this stuff. Like I thought you grew out of that, but, um, Ever since I started like working on independent shows and whatnot, she would always come out to them and watch them and show me very much support. She's a big action Andretti fan. Yeah, she should be. Get the merch, get the T-shirt, get the action figure, get it all. Oh, she's hooked up with the merch for sure. She's got it. Oh, that's so funny. What do your parents do? My mom, she um, she works with kids who have special needs with like autism and stuff like that. And um, unfortunately, my, my father passed away when I was younger. So I, I grew up. Yeah, I grew up with a single mom, so it's even cooler to, you know, be able to, like, 
have her see what I'm doing and make her proud, like raising me as a single mom. And, you know, eventually like I'll be able to, you know, really help her out financially and stuff. No doubt. Do you have so, siblings? Yeah. I got a brother and sister. Okay. I still live with them both. And they all, all of them, they all like watch the, watch the shows together when I'm on, when I'm on dynamite and yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. I always feel like that, like being raised by like a single parent and like kind of seeing like that struggle and seeing how your parents like pull it together. It's it, I feel like that definitely sort of like shapes somebody pretty early on to I, I mean, I imagine getting like that work ethic to see your mom like hustling and doing it all. And like you said, you had so many different jobs before getting into professional wrestling. What were some of those jobs? I was cutting hair for a little bit. Um, just, just cause I graduated school, like all my friends went to college and I was like, what the hell do I do with my life now? Like uh, all I knew was sports, like high school sports. That's all I did. And, um, what were your sports? I did football and wrestling in high school. Those are like my main two, but like throughout my whole life, I played soccer. I did track. I did basketball. Like I tried to get into everything that I could, you know, like fall, winter and spring, like play a sport all year round, basically just, you know, keep me busy. I didn't like to come home after school and not have like. And just like hang out at the house or I never like worked a job in high school because I would always have sports to like, you know, attend. Did that keep you out of a lot of trouble playing oh, a yeah. lot of sports? That was a big part yeah. of it because, I, you know, sometimes I like trouble. <laughs> what kind of trouble do you get into? Were you driving your mom a little bit crazy at times? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. She could tell you some stories. <laughs> yeah, no, it definitely. It's definitely uh, something to keep you out of trouble. And I think that like it really did help me like stay out of trouble. And I think. A lot of kids that are in high school really should like get into any sports that they can because it, it'll change you as a person. Like just it's, it's good for you to, you know, stay active and whatnot. But it can also like, you know, playing a sport like football and you like really witness having that brotherhood within your, your teammates. Like I'll, I'll never forget those those moments that I had with my with my guys on the football team. Like those will live with me forever. Even if you're doing like a solo sport, learning like some self-discipline, learning to show up to things on time, putting in like that practice. But then even when you're working like on a team and yeah, all of like pretty much all of my like teen memories are playing sports with like my girlfriends and stuff. 10 out of 10 do recommend. Um, okay, so you're playing lots of sports. You're in high school. You get out. You go to work. You're going to be a barber. What else were you doing? What were you doing to kind of stay afloat, to stay busy while you're figuring out where you wanted to land? So even before I was a barber, like just to save up money to get a car, like I worked for like just some like well drilling company. And, you know, once I saved up enough money to buy a car, I quit that. And then I went to barber school. I was doing barber school and, I, you know, I worked in like a actual barbershop for like a year or two. And then I just I knew it wasn't for me. I was like, I can't just sit here and just do this all day. So then I, um, man, I did, I did a I worked in restaurants. I was a Amazon Prime delivery guy for like oh. a month. Oh, get those steps in, I bet. Oh my God. That was probably my <laughs> least favorite that I did. I did tree work. I was I was like on a little job where we would cut trees for a while and just, you know, throwing them in a chipper. And that would get me in that would get me in shape for sure. While you're doing all of these things, where like was it always kind of nagging in the in like the back of your head that you're like, I really want to be a professional wrestler and like coming from a family where you're you know, your mom's working uh, with with uh, with with uh, special needs children. Uh, you weren't in a family of performers, so to speak. So like, where did that come from of like, I'm going to pursue this. It's it's in me. I need to go uh, scratch this itch. Always knew I wanted to be an entertainer in some type of way. I knew that I could entertain people. I didn't know like exactly how, like until I obviously discovered I wanted to be a professional wrestler. But like in high school, like I always like pictured myself as, you know, a guy who could like somehow, some way make it on the TV and just be able to like have a crowd of people and entertain them, whether I'm, I'm break dancing for them, I'm wrestling for them. I'm, I always had like a little bit of a, like a feeling in my heart, like I could do something. So, you know, to be an entertainer in any type of way, even when I was working those jobs, like I, like in wrestling school, I would always like make sure I had off like Tuesdays and Thursdays so I could go to like practice. And I just knew like one day, all right, I'm going to be able to quit these jobs and just hopefully like it might be two years, it might be 10, but one day I'm not going to have to clock in and do these stupid jobs <laughs> I have to do. 
and just be able to full time wrestle. But God, oh, I it, so remember like feeling that same way when I was like, I'm going to be off doing something better than what I'm doing right now. Like I always just had those like kind of like stars in my eyes doing like, yeah, waitressing, auditioning for like, you know, whatever commercial was coming through town, whatever. But it's so funny thinking back to like those. I was the shittiest waitress because I fucking hated it. I just wanted to like get on with life and get to like this point. I remember I was like trying to get a job at like this national television station in Toronto and I was bar to I was like waitressing at the time and they're like, they're not going to fucking hire you. It's not happening. I was like, I'm telling you, I think that they are. With the day that I went in there and got to hand, I'm like, I'm not coming back. I got the job. I'm out of here. Like, It was just such a like sense of relief to be able to like actually follow through on that. Go work on my like actual television job. Uh, It it was just it was such a big feeling for me. Do you remember being able to like hand in your resignation? You're like, I'm I'm doing it. Here I am. I remember it because it was just a month ago. (laughs) (laughs) That's so crazy. Oh, my gosh. You know, when I'm at TV tapings, I'm really like, wow. Like, you know, usually I would be setting my alarm to wake up at, you know, 630 in the morning and put on my stupid tree work outfit and come home all dirty and have to shower off. And it's just like, I get to wake up tomorrow and wrestle in front of all these people. It is a blessing. It feels so cool. And it's, it's a damn good feeling knowing that. So what does your week look like now? This is also brand new to you of not having to clock in and clock out. You're not working with trees. You're kind of living, I'm not going to say the lap of luxury, but When you're used to grinding it out like that, it feels like that. You get to take a nap if you feel like it right now. You're kind of figuring out what your schedule looks like. How have you adjusted to that? It's been a very good adjustment because like you said, I can just whatever, whatever I feel like doing, I can do. If I want to, you know, study wrestling film for two hours, I can do that. If I want to go work out at the gym for an hour or two, I can do that. You know, I, um, I try to like still definitely keep myself busy and a couple of my friends, like we like go to this gym and we play basketball. And that keeps me in hella good shape because I, we're just running like all over the place. And it's, it's better than just like running on a treadmill or, you know, doing any type of cardio in the gym. It's the same way with like wrestling training. Like I'd rather just get my cardio in, like moving around in the ring and stuff like that. And it's been nice to just, you know, hang out and then back on the road on Tuesday again and then come home. And it's just like, well, we're home now. Like it's back to normal life. It's really cool. Now, when you have downtime, are you like, okay, now like I'm there, I've got, I've signed the contract, my downtime. Do you feel like now I have to go to the gym more? I've got to be studying tape more. I've got to be, uh, you know, reviewing my own tape more. Like, do you feel more of that pressure to like really step into that role? Not too much more because I feel like it's what I was doing anyways, like before getting signed. Like it's, it's no different than the same routine I was doing with, you know, because like, I was super hungry for this. So I was like making sure I was still watching the tape and going to the gym, like even with having a work schedule still like I had, like I, I was still like, you know, really grinding and putting my my time into wrestling because you get out of it what you put into it. And if you're not putting in time and effort into this, you're not going to get much out of it. It's just nice to be able to like not get off of a shift of work and then have to double down. You're doing two jobs. You're working two jobs and now you're there. You get the one job and you can just focus on that one thing. God, that makes me feel like I can breathe for you. That's really nice. That's real. Let's breathe together. Let's take a breath together. (sighs) Inhale the good, exhale the bad. What's the first thing you bought with your first AEW paycheck? I got car parts to my car that needs fixed. (laughs) (laughs) You're doing the necessities first. Get what you needed to do before and we'll buy something nice later. The NFL Conference Championships are this Sunday and you can enjoy more thrills than a two-minute drill on FanDuel. It doesn't matter if you're new to FanDuel or already have an account because they're giving all customers a no-sweat, same-game parlay. That means you'll get bonus bets back if your conference championship same-game parlay doesn't hit. Bet on everything from the money line to point spreads to which player will score a touchdown. Or, if you can't decide, you can ride with thousands of other fans and bet popular same-game parlays already made for you. New to FanDuel? Sign up with promo code Renee, that's R-E-N-E-E, to see for yourself why it's America's number one sportsbook. And if you already have FanDuel, you can start building your no-sweat same-game parlay today. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus in select states, 3 plus legs, minimum $1 bet required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. 
Max bonus $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gaming problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG. For Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Tennessee, or Virginia. 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 53342 for Arizona. 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat for Connecticut. 1-800-9-WITH-IT for Indiana. 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com for Kansas. Visit www.mdgamblinghelp.org for Maryland. 1-877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369 for New York. 1-800-522-4700 for Wyoming or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia. Um, what was what was your mom's reaction when she found out that, that you had signed? So my mom actually flew out to Texas to watch my match live with Jericho. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, she got to see that live. Like, she was there for that. So that is so cool that she got to yeah. witness that. So, like, when I wrestled um, against QT... I got offered like the the first um, deal that they offer you. I just got to come home the next day and say like, "Hey, mom, like your son signed a contract with AEW. Like I I did I did it yesterday. Like I'm yeah, I'm in, yeah. I'm in there now." And she just was like, just mind blown. Like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, what you did what? <laughs> like super super proud of me. You know, just she wanted to go on the phone call everybody. She's one of those people who just I gotta call somebody. I gotta tell somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's a bit too much, but she was very, very excited for me. And it, it was cool to see her reaction off of that. Like it's, it may, it, it almost, you know, made me a little emotional seeing her get like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. What a cool moment. You seem to me like one of those guys as much as I, I don't, I've known you for two seconds, but I feel like just kind of like observing the way that you are in the moment that you're in. I feel like you're one of those guys that kind of wants to do it all. Do you want to do a little bit of everything? Like you obviously you're a wrestler first and foremost, but do you have aspirations of like doing movies, doing television, doing some of those things out like in the in the rest of the entertainment world? Yeah, for sure. When the when the time is right, I would love to, you know, get out there and get into some any type of like TV, whether it's like acting in movies or just on a TV show or whatever it may be, a little commercial here and there. I know a lot of other wrestlers have had the opportunities to go out into that world after their careers in wrestling. So couple of years from now, I got, you know, a chance to be in any type of TV. I would definitely go for that. Okay. So you are watching people's tape. You're kind of honing in. I mean, I feel like you've got your craft in a pretty good, sweet spot right now, but what, what are you watching? Who are the people? I mean, you've rattled off some of the guys that kind of got you in the game that, that you've looked up to, but on like a, a weekly basis, who are kind of the guys work that you are keeping tabs on? I watch so much of everything. Like I'll watch, sometimes I'll just go back and I'll watch the AEW shows or I'll just go back and I'll watch old episodes of like SmackDown from like the early 2000s. Like, like the times when I would watch as a kid, what like made me a fan, what made me a fan when I was watching, like I would go back and sometimes I'll just watch a whole episode or, you know, every now and then I'll go, go back and watch like a really good takeover match every now and then I'll, I'll go back and I'm not like huge on like the eighties and nineties wrestling as much as I should be. I still love it. Like I love Ric Flair stuff. He's one of my favorites to like to watch. He's he's so entertaining, and um, I'm definitely a little little bit of everywhere. Whether I'm on Peacock or just watching, you know, the TBS app on AEW or just on YouTube checking some stuff out. It varies from a lot of stuff. What are some of the things that you want to do with your career? I mean, you have that real like kind of like high flying style. Are there different styles that you kind of want to tap into or different like opponents that you kind of want to be facing? How do you see that going if you're able to just book the rest of your career? I love high flying wrestling. It's like something I'm such a huge fan of. Like, I just think it's so cool. Like when guys like really have athleticism like that and just there's so many different things that you can do with wrestling with the ropes and just moves and it's it's like some of the things i've seen guys do it's just like where do people come up blows with my stuff? mind like where do you come up it's with crazy this? yeah and i know and there's just, it is nuts. yeah and there's just so much to do but i definitely do love like heavy like striking just like you know brawling style like i like just laying them in there type style. It's definitely one I, you know, would like to like better myself at a little bit as well. I think I throw a decent chop. We love a good chop. Oh, heck yeah. Woo. <laughs> I, I throw some, some decent European uppercuts. So do you think that you could rival a Claudio Castagnoli European uppercut? Cause I think he's got the best one in the game. No. <laughs> No, I won't even act, <laughs> act like that for a second. Not I mean, his are top tier. They are top tier. They're very good. 
Um, outside of wrestling, who are you outside of wrestling? What do you do? What do you watch? What are you listening to? Like, what, what's your deal? Who are you as a person? That's a pretty loaded question, but we'll unpeel the layers a little bit. I am very much into music. Before we even got on here, I was literally just like sitting down in my in my room, just jamming, just jamming out to different stuff. And I love to dance. I, I like going out with my friends every now and then, having a good time with them. And I definitely just like to get out the house and, and do stuff. I don't like really sitting around. You're I'm, antsy. A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> I'll still like stay in, you know, every now and then. And I'm not like a huge video gamer, but I definitely love like just getting like a group of friends together and having like a Madden tournament or playing like a little bit of Call of Duty. But I don't like I'm not sitting there with the headset on like like my brother. I'll I'll hear him yelling at his TV all the time. Like I'm like I'm like that can never be me. Never say never, but I see some of these kids playing their their games and they have their headsets on and they're just screaming at the TV and I'm like, or at their friends they're talking to. It's like that generational thing where I feel like, I mean, you're much younger than me, but still even like younger than you, there's like that different social aspect where like instead of kids going out and like playing and hanging out with each other, they are on like, like that's how they socialize with each other. It's crazy. It blows my mind. You see kids at restaurants and they can't sit there without using their iPad. They have to be on their iPad or they're not going to sit there and be quiet. It is crazy. Yeah, it's different times. Like all the kids now, they're playing video games or they're on their iPads playing games. Like when I was a kid, I grew up in a neighborhood that had like a bunch of kids in it. And we would all be outside like like a huge group of us. And it would just like it would be so much fun. And now like you don't see that too much. No, everyone's kind of like in their own little bubble. I know it is a little bit. It's it's stressful. Having a kid, it makes it stressful. I'm like, oh, my God, what's going to be like when you're a teenager? Like, what is the world going to look like? It's it is really crazy. Um, when you are getting on a plane, what are you loading your phone up with? Are you get is it music? Is it shows? Are you binging anything? What what's like in your what's in your world right now? Man, so I've been flying America in the past few weeks, and you have to pay $15 per hour for Wi-Fi. Isn't that something? I know. They're crooks. I was watching wrestling. I just kept buying it again. And I'm like, damn, I just spent almost $50 on Wi-Fi. Like, my time ran out, and I was like, screw it. I'm going to just get it again. Like, I'm bored. Because, like, they, they like, you can watch, like, free movies. So I've been doing that a little bit. They have, like, the, the free movie section you can watch. Like, you don't have to pay for the Wi-Fi. I've been having the chance to watch like uh, a good amount of, of movies on there. What are your movies? What have you what have you been watching? I watched Spider-Man the one time. Um, I don't even remember what the one was called. I watched the other day, but it was about this this guy that was like kidnapping kids in a black van with black balloons. Oh, my. oh, oh, not the black phone. Was it that one? Did he have a black balloon in that? Yeah. Yeah. He had the phone that was ringing. That's probably it. Yeah. yeah. That was a good movie. It was good. Yeah. I just the other day I was flying home and I was watching this movie. Um, spoiler alert. Oh, I had to shut it off about three times because I was like ugly crying on the plane. It was like a 530 in the morning flight. And I'm like, I need to calm down here for a minute. Um, when was the last time you had a good cry? Man, <laughs> That's such a random question. <laughs> But it was embarrassing for me. Samoa Joe's sitting behind me. And I'm like, is he watching what I'm watching? Is he seeing that I'm crying right now? I mean, I know Joe would appreciate it. But uh, yeah, there was a lot of people on my flight that was like, I kind of need to get my shit together a little bit. Like the other day I made John what he had never seen the movie My Girl. So I was like, yeah, let's put on My Girl. And same thing. I'm like, Tear that movie makes me cry every single time. Anyways, it's good to let the emotions out. Let them out. Yeah, it is sometimes. No, I think my, my eyes definitely sweat. A little bit after the Jericho match. They definitely oh, were. Oh, good. You know, I wasn't crying, but my eyes were just sweating a little bit. Good. I'm glad that you got to like appreciate that moment and that it was like, it really felt like such a very special moment. You're right. I have been able to see so many different wrestling matches, different moments and whatnot, you know, through my career in professional wrestling. But it, it really did feel like it was such a special moment. It's really fun, too. And obviously you wouldn't know this because you're out there. But when everyone's kind of gathered around talent viewing and everyone's looking at the TV, there was just a, a really funny energy where people were like, what is happening right now? What is this match? No one knew that you were going to be going over in that match. Like it, it really was just so cool. So I'm glad that you got to to like really soak that up and feel that that moment was special. 
Oh yeah, all the way I did. And I know I I know what you mean when you say like, you know, having everybody group around like that. Like I've I've seen it and you know, I love seeing it as well. Like when you can get the guys and the girls in the back, when you can fire them up, oh man, like you know you're you know you're doing something right. For me to be with one of those guys to be able to do that, it's 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 really cool. I got I got through the back and everybody was just giving me a, a round of applause, you know, standing up for me. And like people who I am fans of, like coming up to me and just giving me so much praise. It's so crazy. It's awesome. So who do you want to work with in AEW? I know uh, this will air after your match with Garcia. Um, how was it being able to work with with that guy? Oh, uh, sports entertainer, man. He's yeah. just... <laughs> those leather pants. How was he moving in those leather pants with you? I mean, they were really eye catching. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the ladies might like him. Who knows? <laughs> Um, he seemed to be moving all right with them. They, um, they felt, they felt nice. I got to feel them, you know, when I got kicked in the face, I got a little feeling of them, but, um, yeah, you know, if I were in the eighties, I'd probably wear those too. (laughs) Hey, whoa, leather pants are in no matter which year we're in. Leather pants always work out if you want to wrestle in them, so to speak, but. Think you could pull off They're very yeah. in. I, I, he was getting a, he was getting a lot of compliments on them, honestly. Like, <laughs> yeah. So Sammy, Sammy looked out for getting those yes. for him because he they made him look good. But um, he was definitely like one of the guys on the list that I did want to work with, and um, I was very happy with how our match came out. I was it was a very fun time. I can't believe I main evented a rampage. That is so crazy to me to like not only like have my match on rampage, but like. Tony gave me the chance to main event it like flying in this week. I was just so excited, so excited to, you know, just like have everything unfold for the week. And it it came out very well. And I was very happy with how our match went. I know Tony is obviously like a very busy guy, but have you had many conversations with him? Uh, I mean, obviously after your match with Jericho, but for him to put you in a position like that in a main event of Rampage, um, has he talked about, you know, his vision for you or how he sees you kind of fitting into the world of AEW? Well, you know, I've talked to Tony before just about other stuff and it's always been uh, never, never so much like one-on-one. I've really talked to him. I talked to him after the QT match one-on-one. I just, I just thanked him. I just thanked him for giving me like so much time out there and an opportunity to like showcase myself. He was very excited. He loved the match that I had. But I've never really had the chance to talk to him of like what his ideas were for me and what he like what he thinks will be like the future for me here. So there's there's no telling. I don't know yet. Maybe one day we'll have that conversation. But, you know, but I've but I've talked to him before and, you know, gotten to, you know, get to know him a little bit. And he's a he's a really cool guy. He's kind of just like, you know, one of us like in the back. I love how much of a fan he is of wrestling because he's his passion for it. It's just like, it's good to work for a guy who has that, that passion for this like that, you know? Yeah. And you know, as much as you can, you know, even just saying like what his vision for you is going to be, et cetera, et cetera. The really great thing about AEW is that so much of that really does land on your shoulders. Who do you want to be? What do you want to do? What kind of matches do you want to have? Um, and I mean, yeah, again, it's, it's so early on into your career in AEW. There's, I mean, we've got such a insanely stacked roster. Holy shit. But yeah, I mean, what, what all do you want to achieve in your career? What do you want to be known for? I, want to wrestle to inspire other people that's a big reason why i do this like especially like the way i came in as just like another extra i feel like some people they don't want to like really do extra work for dark because they like don't want to go go out there and get school why why do they care that like that's so stupid yeah it's so stupid like wake up like get over yourself You'd rather not have any opportunity and you'd rather just stand there in your gear in the back rather than actually having a match and getting some kind of an opportunity and making something of it. For like me, like to just like be one of those guys that was just like an extra talent coming in and then get an opportunity to like really like showcase myself and like have an actual match. Like any extra talent coming in should like look at that and be like, you know, like I can make the most out of this opportunity and like whatever I get out there, whether I get to wrestle for five minutes, two minutes, 10, like make the most out of it, make people recognize you because it can really lead into something great. And uh, it's exactly how it worked out for me. You know, I worked a couple like dark matches and, you know, I just was, you know, helping other guys look good and putting them over. And then, you know, eventually it was like, all right, now let's see what you can do. 
And let's, you know, not just have you make this guy look good, but let's also make you look good at the same time. And you got to crush those moments because you, you never know like what can happen out of it. It's crazy for me because I, I see like, I see like, you know, the extras coming in and whatnot. And I just like, I want to tell them like, make the most out of this tonight because, you know, you can really make something happen. You never know. That's so like disappointing to him. Like you're there as an extra. You should be like thrilled that somebody wants you to actually have a match rather than being like, well, I don't want to go out there and lose. What? Come on. That's what the opportunity is. You have to make the most of literally anything. Even if you're like doing a promo and you have one line, like be impactful with your time on camera in front of the crowd, whatever it is to make an impact because those moments just don't always come along me like watching certain people like as a little kid and I would like be like, be like damn I want to grow up just to be like them like I really want to have that impact on you know certain kids as well and I see I, I see little kids that, that are huge Andretti fans and like they tell me like I want to be just like you or like cut their hair like me or whatever like they <laughs> to have an impact on people like that like I think like you know being a good example for the youth is very important it's a very important thing because we are their examples and we have to lead by good examples did you feel that responsibility with uh, with uh, your with your bro- your brother and your sister? My sister's older, so okay. she's like yeah, she led by example for us. But for my brother, most definitely, he plays football and he he did wrestling before, but he didn't like it as much. But he definitely definitely looks up to me big time. And wrestling's not really his thing, like professional wrestling. He's not really into it, but he loves like he loves watching me wrestle. Like he would come to my shows on the independents all the time and. He, he would try to act cool like he wasn't into it sometimes, but I know I know damn well he was he was having a good time. Yeah, he's 16 now, so he's at that cool kid age. Oh, yeah, he certainly is. He's locked into it right now. Um, so your time uh, working for uh, GCW, CZW, why were those great places for you to really kind of cut your teeth? What I really liked on the independence is like if a promoter would just let me do what I want out in the ring. I've had certain people tell me, oh, you need to be a heel. Like, you'll be a way better heel or your name shouldn't be action. Like, no one's going to be chanting action out there. Because I've had certain situations where people tell me that and I'm like, let me do my thing. Let me go out there, be action and ready. And I will get those people behind me. Like, I will. Like, just let me let me do my thing. And they would let me. And, you know, I'd come back to the back in a most humble, polite way. I told you so. Like, you shouldn't try to control somebody like, too early on in their career. Like obviously guidance is good to have, but you shouldn't try to control somebody. But um yeah, I, I worked um I worked at GCW one time. Um I wrestled a scramble match there. The the crowds there in Atlantic City, like specifically where I was. Oh my <laughs> god. Yeah. Oh my god. The the Nick Gage <laughs> Mo- and Moxley match. Like that intro. Lord have mercy on our souls. <laughs> See, I can only imagine. <laughs> but that <laughs> That intro of them just like doing the the like the in ring announcements for them and like the MDK all day like that is crazy, right? It's nuts. Yeah, it's a it's a good atmosphere in there, and um, you know, yeah, I wrestled a, a couple good matches in CZW. I had the opportunity to wrestle uh, Rich Swan. I wrestled him twice, and he changed me as a wrestler. I feel like that's an entertainer right there. Whether it's fifteen people in that room or like five hundred, he is entertaining the hell out of those people at my wrestling school mcw i had a i had a um good couple of opportunities where i got to work with some like really big names like i wrestled with brian cage there uh, i wrestled with scarlet bordeaux like it was like one of her first oh indie- cool yeah like one of her first indie appearances uh, after um like you know getting released the first time like was rest was wrestling with me like she was like just like my little like my manager but she hit a fire Hit a fire Canadian destroyer in the match. Yeah, that was pretty <laughs> badass. So that that got a lot of hype. You're in a very unique position right now because you have so much opportunity in front of you. I'm sure there's going to be all sorts of people kind of trying to get in your ear and give you advice. And that's great. But it seems like you've got a pretty good head on your shoulders in terms of like who you are, what you're trying to accomplish in the ring. Who are some of the people that you do go to for advice? Mark Henry's a big one. He's a guy that like really like believed in me. He he's one of the guys that wanted to like see me be able to do some stuff when I was wrestling those dark matches. So um Mark Henry's been a big help. Jerry Lynn, 
he's a guy I had like a, a really good conversation with him right after the, the Jericho match and just previous matches after he's really helped me out with a lot. So, um, and just like other producers back there helping certain things in the matches, like that could be better. Like maybe you should do this here or there. Like it's been, um, it's been a lot. And, and, um, you know, sometimes I'll even go to Chris and ask for advice. Like as much as he probably despises me, I'll still, still say, Hey, what do you, what do you think about this? Sure, he can. You know, he can put egos aside for a second and uh, give back to the the wrestling community. There's been a lot of good guys there in AEW. There's guys who've been there for almost three times as long as I've been doing this, if not more, like five times. There's guys who've been around for so long. So to have guys that have that knowledge and just have been around this business for so long, it's good to have guys like that around you that you can learn from. With our current roster, what is your dream match? Man, there's see a couple guys I have dream matches with, but they're like kind of in like a tag team. Man, there's I, I don't know if I could say like a number number one dream match because there really is so many guys I want to work with in there. So many. But I think wrestling against like Brian Danielson would be really, really cool. Like I I know everyone probably says that. How can you not though? I mean, it's of course people say that for a reason. He's he's definitely a guy, but like Darby, Darby Allen is one I would really like to work against. Adam Cole just came back. I think it'd be really cool to work with him. So there, I definitely have a list of guys, but those three like are definitely, definitely up there for sure. So in a world of many great wrestlers, many of them signed to AEW, and I'm sure there's many other people around that we don't even know about yet that are great technical wrestlers. You're great in the ring. You've got all of the tools, all the skills. How do you manage to kind of break away from that pack. I feel like there was something, you know, when, when you came out and I, I, I was sitting next to Mark, as I said, I don't know if it was Mark that was saying this to me, but he's like, yeah, I mean, there's, you know, there's lots of great wrestlers, but something about you is different and stands out. What do you think that is? Thank you for saying that. That's really cool to hear. I think it's just, it's a, it's a lot of things, like whether it's like your look, whether it's just like, you know, like, my hair, my facial features and, you know, my body, like being in, you know, the best shape that I can be and just going out there and connecting with the fans as well. Like I really try to engage with people as much as I can because that's who we're doing it for. So, you know, like, yeah, you can do the, like, you can have like all the cool moves and stuff and cool gear, but it's definitely a big part of it is engaging with those fans and making them feel something. And a lot of these good wrestlers that like we're talking about, they, they do do that. But I think that is a very important part of like standing out and just just being a being a character, like being somebody who like can can talk well and not just go in there and have banger matches. But you have to be an all around, you know, good. There's so many aspects to this. There's so many like just like the gym itself. You have to love the gym as much as you love wrestling, because it's so important to like keep your body in shape, like not just so you look good out in that ring, but also like, so you're, you're not like getting injured every week. Like it's good to keep your, your body strong. No, certainly. And it, like, I mean, kind of going back to what I said at the beginning, it's like, you know, watching you in the ring was great. And I was like, oh, I want to do that. I want to grab this guy and grab like a promo with him. I want to hear from him after his match. And instantly you were like, here's the camera. I know what I'm saying. This is what I'm doing. I've got my, my catchphrase. I've got, you had all of the things together. Um, who do you like promo wise? Ooh, I like a lot of guys promo wise, but you know, it's the same thing as saying like about wrestling, like Danielson, like I love watching the rock promos, like the rock promos are, are hilarious to me. I like watching John Cena's promos as well. He's very good on the mic. John Cena as a wrestler. That's, that's another one who I love watching growing up. I also had the armbands for him as well. Like the, the C nation, <laughs> yeah. like the yeah. armband, the armband he wore around his bicep, but would fit around yeah. your head. Yes. <laughs> like legit. Yes. He had like some cool character development with like the thugonomics and then going to like his whole, you know, never give up. You can't see me deal. Like it, it's cool because he, he kind of played like him on the mic. It's two different, like two different like people, like who his characters were at first, like the cocky rapper at first. And then just the like the never give up that everybody was behind. And then Stone Cold as well. Love his promos also. It's really cool watching people be able to like adapt and change throughout their careers. And, you know, obviously Chris is one of the greatest to ever do that, to adapt and change. Cause I mean, it's, I think it's, it's, I don't wrestle, so I cannot speak exactly to that nature, but like 
you can fall into like a comfortable spot where you're like, I've got it down. I know what I'm doing, but it's like trying, you know, you got to not be stagnant in what you're doing and to be able to watch people kind of like change their characters up, change your gear up, change your style up a little bit. Um, it's, it's just like this ever evolving character. There's always just so much to think about. A lot to think about. There's no telling who Action Andretti is going to be, you know, three to five years from now. Maybe I'll be wearing black leather pants three to five years in it. Ooh, let's go. Order them. Order them and just keep them in the closet. You never know. You might need to bust them out. Who can say? You know? Well, listen, dude, I'm really happy that I got to have you on here. Got to learn a little bit more about you, where you come from, what you do, what you want to do. It's great to see what you're bringing to the table already. And yeah, I can't wait to see what the next three years look like, the next five years look like. Uh, The future is looking good for you, kid. It's great to be on here. I'm glad that, you know, I can make you a uh, a fan of my work and Thank you for, for being in there and supporting me and just like shouting me out on your Twitter. Like when I saw that tweet, I came up to you and told you how <laughs> yeah. much told you how much that meant to me. That was that was really cool. And yeah. Yeah, it's a cool it's a cool road I've been on. I got my own music now. I got my own theme song that just came out like a week or two ago. So that's really cool. It's on Apple Music. Like just to be able to type Did you in. have much say in that? Did you get to hear it ahead of time? Oh yeah, I got I got a lot of say in it and I, I loved it a lot. So it was Hell yeah. It, it was really cool. I had a song come out and then I had a t-shirt just come out as well. So that's pretty sick. All right. We're moving and we're shaking next. It'll be the video game. It'll be the action figure. It's it's all coming up. Action Andretti. Do you by chance want to see the t-shirt before we go? Oh my God. Do you have it? Yes, please. Oh, see guys, he's always ready. Action Andretti is always ready. Yeah, get the Action Andretti shirt at awshop.com. <laughs> it should be out on stores right now. So to have my own T-shirt and have my own theme song, that's really cool. It's how you know we're doing good things. You're a pro, dude. You got it down yeah, pat. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, appreciate you, Renee. Thank you so much. Thanks, dude. A big thank you to Action Andretti for jumping on here with me and uh, shooting the breeze. I would love to, like, really pick his brain even more you know the more we get to know him and the more we get to kind of like take a little bit more of a deeper dive into all things action and dready um but i'm a huge fan the kid's great uh he's great in the ring he's great outside the ring so if you are not already a fan it's time to jump on that bandwagon now do it do it do it buy the t-shirt we got to get that little t-shirt exclusive the t-shirt the music it's all happening things are coming up action and ready um, all right, guys, thanks so much for hanging out. Um, we will get back to more sessions coming your way next week. Stay tuned. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>